0: All right, guys. Uh, am I late? No, I'm not. Okay. So welcome to The Rabbit Show. And uh, as we know, today our special guest is Steve Nori. This was much awaited. I was very excited for this backstage. I was just telling Steve about it. But uh, to introduce him, we already know he is the data science head in ACS. He is a HBR uh, advisory board and also started uh, contributing for Forbes. So if you haven't read his articles as of now, please do. But uh, also just before bringing him in, I would like to tell you all that uh, one question gets a chance to win a free masterclass LinkedIn course by Steve, which is yet to be released and would be announced after the show. So stay tuned guys and ask some amazing questions and also post where are you joining in from, which country and what do you do? Okay, I'll just get Steve quickly. Hey, Steve, welcome to The Robert Show.
1: Hi, Ravi. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, amazing. It's good to have. I was just telling folks how excited I was being an host out here to have you on the show, obviously, because of the things what you have done here. I'm just waiting a little for a few folks joining in. People are already there. Okay, Vinay was there. Hi, Vinay. Robert. Vinay, you have one minute to go. Okay, Vinay, we're finally here. Hi, Alok. How are you? I okay, are, yeah. LinkedIn user. I this is exciting. I'm so sorry. Oh, LinkedIn user is Kate. Hey, Kate. Hi. How are you? Why hey, does Kate. it show this weird stuff? I don't know. It's too early morning there. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yes. Okay. Hey, Steve. So Hello. everyone registered. Are you? Good to see you, Ravat and Steve. Hey, Nira Satpal. Hi, Naman. Guys, I'm sure you all are ready with some questions for Steve because he's all geared up to answer some amazing questions around personal branding, around data science, around what he's trying to create new stuff for y'all. So it's coming up. Uh, it's in the making. I was hearing about everything back there, and I felt so excited about you uh, about it. So I'm I'm sure it will be fun. So yeah, many more there. Hey Robert, happy to see you hosting the show, man. <laughs> oh, power to you. Thanks, Rakshit.
1: You have lots of fans and okay. followers. That's you,
0: <laughs> Steve. You have them. Privacy setting prevented me from coming up. Okay, Kate, you need to change. Okay, Aldos. Hey Robert, Aldos from Zurich. Hi. Yeah, oh, Steve from Raymond, Atlanta. Hey Raymond. So people are joining all around the world.
1: That's amazing.
0: Thank you for giving resources. So people people already know those resources. As I was telling you, it's so so amazing. The stuff you're sharing on LinkedIn. Those things are so useful because those innovations, those stuff is uh, outstanding, Steve, I guess.
1: Thank Lisa you. As I was telling you, that's like, uh, I would like to um, inspire people to get into data science and AI. And uh, I try to share as many um, inspiring and interesting uh, projects I can find around, and uh, some of them shared by uh, my connections and um, amazing um, thinking, friends. Amazing, exactly.
0: Uh, Steve, before we start, uh, how about you introducing yourself? Because I know everyone knows you are there, but then just that formal introduction is uh, would be amazing. Yeah.
1: No, of course. Yeah, so um, about myself, I started programming about 15 years ago. I was a .NET programmer. Um, I'm super old. Um, and, <laughs> um, and .NET programming was fun back then, um, Visual Basic, C Sharp. And um, I I was responsible for a couple of projects. Once um, I was doing an interesting project about hospital information system. Um, I learned a lot about data and um, how data can be important in the information systems. And as I was searching about um, how to leverage data, I just stumbled upon this great article um, about um, data science and Harvard Business Review uh, by DJ Patel. And from there, I got in love with uh, data science. They, they called it sexiest um, job, but um, I, I think that's, that's a little bit, um, you know, um not the not the most accurate way to uh describe data science especially for those who want to do data cleaning that that's a little bit uh, different from what i was expecting but um no matter how you describe it it was fun um joining university doing my master of data science and um, um from there just uh i was i was involved with many data science and um machine learning projects um sharing um, a lot of stuff on linkedin um, about interesting data science and ai uh, machine learning um, resources interesting projects and uh, recently joined um, forbes as a contributor um, publishing a couple of uh, articles and that's pretty much it wow that's
0: from coding to date where uh, it's been like a roller coaster journey because uh you know it's something very different from i have heard the stories people getting into data science this is amazing super cool so we have many comments coming in hi steve hi ravit uh, nice to see you all thanks Pata. okay thanks, amazing everyone steve which is the most important exciting AI project okay so we'll be taking in all the questions i just have a few questions before we get in uh we'll be obviously talking about uh personal brand a little more because uh steve you've created that space for yourself into ai and data science and being a a, a person who's a fan of yours i i actually want to know a lot more about personal branding and you know i know we have a limited time and a limited space but then It's about uh, personal branding, which I think we can explore in this session and people can have uh, different uh, questions around personal branding where they can, you know, how important it is to have a personal brand in data science field as well. So yeah. Okay. We have a few more, so I'm just reading. Hi, Andrew. Hello from London, Rawat and Steve. Great to be here. Great figures to be following. Thank you, Andrew, very much. Appreciate. Hi, Suzanne. Suzanne is a nice friend. So everyone's I, I, people are joining in. They have. I'm sure there'll be a many questions coming in. But before that, I'll just take a few questions. Uh, what I was wondering was, uh, how about uh, you know? Do you have any suggestions for these uh, data science starters? How? What is the best thing for them to you know start off with? how, how can they look? You have a different story, Steve, obviously, but people who are entering in data science, the, like, obviously it's like the sexiest job in 21st century. So why data science and how can they best get into it and what, what, what are the things that they need to look at before even thinking of data science? What do you think?
1: Um, yeah. So they, easy answer there's no easy answer for it but i want to make it um easier right? so um let's say quickly if you want to jump into data science um start with learning um a programming language and i would recommend python all right um i know there would be <laughs> debates about uh which one are python matlab SAS, and um all of these different um um programming languages out there i love all of them and matlab is um is a great um tool and platform but i would just say suggest let's start with python um there are lots of cool right libraries it will help you to excel in your career fast um learn SQL. sql is very um relevant or SQL, however you want to pronounce it, Um, still, it's very relevant. Um, um, Most of our um, databases are still still relational databases, tabular databases, and um, you can leverage um, your skills very much Querying the data from database and making your data set, all right, so that um, a lot of time you can't find the data set on Kaggle, it's already um, um, kind of curated a little bit and um, that's not the case in the real world. Um, from there, I would say jumping into um, more basics of data science um, and machine learning, which is um, mathematics. Um, it, this is scary. It, uh, I know if you're a fan of um, um, Professor Andrew Nagoyan, which I'm actually a um, great fan of, I was always following um, his courses. He usually says, doesn't matter, <laughs> you will learn it later. Uh, do learn uh, machine um, mathematics. Um, it will be needed, believe me. Uh, plug and play it would work for some time. You um, can learn some stuff from um, connecting your data set to models already built, but um, at the end of the day, um, you will need these uh, fundamentals if you want to succeed in your career. Um, Pretty much deep learning is uh, the uh, answer for most of the questions out there. As a uh, machine learning algorithm, I would say um, learn... uh, All of the machine learning algorithms but finally the um winner is a deep learning these days everything just they uh throw it to the deep learning and they get um pretty much good results out of it Um, i know a lot of people say um if regression can do the job why use deep learning all right i totally agree with that um you don't need to use a sludge hammer if you can just um you know um you use something um, easier and smaller to, to break it. But um, anyway, most of the problems, real world problems, right now, um, need some understanding of deep learning. Yeah, and that's I guess that's a good start. And clouds, I can't say how important it is to learn how to use cloud platform. All right. Yeah. Um, learn um some devops some um um, you know some beginner understanding of uh, devops is important for any data scientist these days um i know a lot of people say that's for data engineers uh, but no it's not just for data engineers you're going to use it Um, you, you need to know about um dockers you need to know about kubernetes if you
0: want to. Yes. Your- That's amazing. I guess, you know, when you just started off with Python, people out there supporting Python. Obviously, there has always been that conflict between Python or maybe some other language, but then I think uh, majority is, is with Python. So Jeremy says Python is king. Dr. Sailesh says, three cheers for Python. Python is there, it's always there. People love it and it's like the pace, but definitely I'm not getting into that conflict. Uh, I, I, I let people up open the conversation to you and reaching out to you, Steve, about
1: yep. Python. I'm happy yeah. to um, answer the questions about um, <laughs> why Python, but it will take some time.
0: Yes, exactly. So, there's people like I very much accept your point regarding Python being the king, and it is robust. Yes, definitely. We have a few questions as well coming in. So, okay, uh, it's regarding the journey, obviously. So, Anvesh Saxena asked, "Hi, Rawat and steve what would you differently? Okay, do differently if you had to start scratch and transition into data science journey." Okay.
1: Um. Yeah. So I. I definitely loved my own journey because um, programming is like a, a basic for any data scientist. It's basic skill, yes. right? Um, I definitely didn't miss out those years that I was um, um, programming behind my PC and I was loving it. Um, definitely it helped me. There are lots of um, softer skills and harder skills, transferable, you know, problem solving, that kind of algorithmic understanding and best practices, most of them will be transferable. So um, I definitely um, think that I used most of my experience to excel in the career. Um, yes. But if I wanna just um, like do it again, um, definitely I would follow the steps that I just mentioned. Um, um, yes. a couple of minutes ago. That would be more streamlined. Um, but you never know because uh, um, actually, when you don't follow the streamline straight to the um, to your goal, you will explore other opportunities that will give you sometimes um, uh, upper hand and um, you will stand out from the crowd. If you think about it, um, Learning Python great, but if you know Python and R, then that's definitely a positive skill, right? Um, so I would say just um, explore a little bit. Don't just follow the straight line to get there, and and um, definitely you would learn a lot of interesting stuff. Um, you know, working around it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's about not just about python or not just about r it's about uh, having as much as you can learn it and just go ahead and you know there's a win-win for you there so definitely agree with you there are many questions coming in but then before that i also want to ask you about you know uh we know you've created that brand for yourself on LinkedIn. Obviously you have almost more than 240K followers on LinkedIn. People are looking at those innovations that you share. How do you actually, you know, integrate that with your career where you think personal branding is also a very important part of data science and in AI career? Because we have been, um, you know, there are many, many articles blogs where I've also read about uh, personal branding is something which is very important when you need to put out something so how and what do you think about it Steve
1: yeah so first of all about my own personal brand I would love to share resources and interesting AI innovations all right? This is this is what I would love to do. This is my passion. I've been doing it for a couple of years already. Um, uh, the story that I started is um, interesting. I was lecturing at university, and I was getting a lot yes. of questions from my students about resources, how to learn data science, how to learn Python. And I, as I was searching internet and finding and, and, and sharing these things to my students, Back then, I was I wasn't very active on LinkedIn, but I thought, all right, um, maybe that's a good idea to just share it on LinkedIn as well. Maybe that's not only a question of my um, uh, university students. Maybe someone else around the world might have the similar question, and that kind of started from there. And um, it kind of I don't know for some reason people just uh, seem to enjoy attracting and and um, following and connecting with me. So. That, that was um, the major kind of uptake. And then from there, when I kind of um, joined industry and I was more involved with um, startups and I was seeing these interesting ideas coming from startups, I thought, all right, maybe I need to also help um future entrepreneurs to come up with interesting ideas so why not sharing interesting ideas and projects with them so that's that's majorly my own journey all right so um that's what i want to do i'm passionate about and that's my personal brand I'm, i'm passionate about and i'm sharing it there is no fake in it that's the answer for everyone who wants to have a personal brand make sure you do something, you share something that you love, you enjoy, you know about it. And um, even if you're not an expert, that's totally fine. You don't need to wait to become an expert in something and then share about it. As you're learning, you can share your journey, your learning journey with others. If you learned one specific um, library in Python, maybe you learned Pandas um, yesterday and um, there was some specific tips and tricks that you um, loved about it. Believe me, many people are waiting to learn that tip and trick from you. All right, just share it. Um, it will organically, um, um, you know, um, be seen and, and interacted by many people. And that's how you you make your personal brand, by giving... Um, away something to the community and what was that i i think, I
0: I, I think uh, steve it is actually very important in terms of uh, what you're learning and not comparing it with anyone who's at different levels in data science because uh everyone's learning at a different pace people are experienced people uh, maybe you are just one year experienced but a guy who's just an intern out there might know more than you it can be because his learning has been shaping that way and he has created that for himself he has learned it through various areas structures and it's all different for everyone but then uh, I think the idea of sharing what you learn is uh, exactly what who you are and what you're putting out to the people and creating a personal brand for yourself so I completely agree because uh, from my experience, whatever I do, I, I do put out there myself that okay this is something what i've learned today if i have maybe a few takeaways from the interview i might just go and create a small post about it but okay steve in that uh, interview mentioned about this about data science as a brand or maybe as a career about certain things about he likes python but then and then also mentions about why not always have python and r together too so those things those areas i think needs to be uh, explored in yeah, I agree completely. It's highly important to have your own personal brand as well. Talking about that, we had a question from Chaya Ankharturiya. How do you see the data science space shaping up in the next 10 years? Okay, that's very futuristic, obviously, because I know you shared some futuristic stuff on LinkedIn, but then,
1: yeah. Um, so uh, we do predict some stuff for the future, but that 10 years is a little bit uh, um, too far away. <laughs> Uh, I can tell you, um, based on the trends, you can see a lot of um, di- different um, tasks that the data scientists used to do are being automated right now, AutoML. And um, we, we used to do hyperparameter um, tuning um, manually, and that, that's pretty much not um, very uh, you know, relevant anymore. So there will be a lot of automations still going on. And um, I would say the data science, uh, the good news is the data science, I think um, for at least in five years uh, will be still relevant and similar to what we are doing. Um, It will be much more um, tools and platforms available. Um, Probably you will see more friends of um, having these algorithms. Uh, integrated into the cloud platforms. And let's say, if you want a recommender system, here you go. This is your recommender system already implemented in, um, in a cloud. You don't need to think about it. And most of the algorithms will follow the same um, um, kind of uh, steps. And uh, yeah, from different angles, um, we, we can talk about how it will evolve. And I just would say that um, um, if you're a data scientist and you're worried about your job in future, just make sure you have an open mind um, about the changes and be ready to upskill. Things will change quickly. Um, One day we were using one library um, that Is not relevant anymore. Maybe um, they don't update it anymore, and the other library will um, just replace it. So it's just um, lifelong learning, I guess, is the key to survive as a data scientist. I mean, it's for every career. It's important, but I guess in a a, um, um, you know very high-paced you know change careers like AI and data science it's even um, more relevant
0: yes makes sense completely also talking of that Suzanne was like don't be afraid to share your knowledge people will still come to you for advice I guess that's like golden words Suzanne exactly I agree completely because it's about you never know in your list who knows what and who doesn't know what and how do you teach someone what at what time you never know and who's reading what at what time, you never know. So yeah, it's uh, always amazing to share whatever you have. Okay, another one from Neerat Satpal. In the beginning, you might want to be everywhere, obviously on all the platforms uh, might seem relevant, maybe Twitter, all of those stuff, yes. Uh, so, but will you be able to deliver quality content on all of them? What do you think?
1: Um, what do you mean by platform? Um,
0: so exactly uh, like LinkedIn, Twitter, and uh, you know many, many other platforms. So,
1: um yeah so a lot of people are sharing the same content in different platforms and they that's just fine as well i don't do that i don't have any other accounts on other platforms at this point that you're talking i even don't have time for that i i want to have the focus on my audience on linkedin but um people like V always um uh, encouraging um you know their their own followers to just be all over the social media everywhere. Don't lose any opportunity, and that's also fine. I don't disagree with that. If you have time, uh, you can repurpose your um, content for different platforms. Each platform has a little bit of different, um, um, you know, audience. They 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 might like the same content differently um you know um kind of being shared and um maybe if you're doing tick tock maybe a couple of seconds of um your video will be enough and then you can um you know you can link it back to um youtube for example and then you, you know like th- these are the tips and tricks i'm i'm not um an expert um on like social media um I would like to talk about um branding on linkedin per um per se because i will i think that linkedin has a lot of value for uh professionals um yes no matter if you're data scientist developer or whatever profession you are um i know that linkedin will add value to you um, if you ask me if others platform would add value yes any platform would have their own audience and will be interesting if you have time and um, you want to do it in parallel.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think it's it's not about a particular platform as such. It's about the content where on each platform that matters and the audience. So uh, I think, yeah, obviously, but okay. This was new for me that you're just on
1: LinkedIn, Steve. yeah no that's um it linkedin is actually taking a lot of time i receive um around um 50 to 100 messages a day and um like you can you can see that like keeping up with the messages and answering and and acknowledging them sometimes i cannot just go into details and um you know but, but still i would like to catch up with um uh, the question that i received even if it is short one if if, if i'm referring them to some um other um resources that's still fine but it takes a lot of time
0: yeah exactly i know because the uh, i know when you have a certain following and uh, the the shorter the question the better it is to you know just get there and answer quickly and you know you people can get through so oh, oh, for everyone out there if you have small questions go for it don't worry Steve will surely answer but I know Steve one thing for sure that you have been the sweetest and the most humble person out there who answers to maximum people out there I have known I've heard about it and I've also seen it myself where you make sure that it is at least answered whenever time you the bandwidth you have you'll do it as soon as possible so thank you for being
1: that person Thank you. I also have uh, um, a tip for people who are going to ask questions. Uh, just be yeah. so straightforward. Go to the point and ask directly yes. what you want to know. Because um, um, I sometimes see that people write very, very, very long questions. That's like um, they want to, for example, ask how can I be data scientist, but then they start um, by you know, a lot of different details that um, will make it very difficult for people to catch up and answer. So uh, I would just say, um, if you're sending questions to um, other um, connections, just be mindful of that and and, um, try to be on the point.
0: Yes, exactly. Just keep it short, keep it straightforward, and that's it i think everyone likes it that way itself on linkedin because it's more like professional you you can't hear out to a lot of many stories and then you'll be like oh no but then uh, coming to that uh, steve i wanted to know a little more about the course that we are also giving away for the question any question which we pick uh, for the linkedin Masterclass, i wanted to know how is it i've seen one post about it till now yes uh, and you were uh, Putting something in there, and we were so curious to know more about it. My guess was uh, it's known as LinkedIn Masterclass. I don't know what it is called, but then I have named it myself that it's LinkedIn Masterclass. So, what is what it is about?
1: Yes, yeah, so that's um, pretty much right. Um, it, it's going to be about um, LinkedIn Masterclass, personal branding, and how to leverage uh, LinkedIn in particular to find a job to. Um, um, to showcase your expertise, and get connected to other professionals. And um, so the reason, and I'm putting it out there, mostly because right now, uh, because of pandemic and this situation, a lot of people are looking for a job, and uh, looking for remote jobs. And, you know, in order to, um, you know, stand out from the crowd, you need to have a good social media presence. That's just what it is right now. A lot of people will search for you. Um, um, your resume is pretty much what you have on LinkedIn and um, other um, platforms, which I talk about it in my course. And it's going to be um, super straightforward um, how to um uh, make engaging posts and how to um, you know find your right audience and right connections, which will be important and interesting for any professionals, data scientists included. Um, and I'm going to have one bonus um, uh, section for data scientists specifically: uh, wow. how to make sure that you stand out um, and. As you know, many data scientists um, or data science learner graduating uh, monthly from different universities, online courses, offline courses, uh, um, I don't know, you name it, Udemy, um, Coursera, uh, all of these platforms are um, helping people to learn the skills and... um, and you, you need to just um, um, step up and and do a little bit more if you want to be seen and if you want to be picked so um, that's probably something interesting for you um, if you're learning right now even if you're senior you want to have promotion you want to um, look for a new job or um, you want to get freelance job that's that's still relevant to you um, uh, I'm also working on um, a kind of um, thought leader um, masterclass where I will talk more about um, how to build um, your network, your audience, and your followers, and how to um, deliver highest value, most engaging um, um, posts and materials on LinkedIn, which will be um which will come later after this course. Um, the first one will be um, LinkedIn Masterclass Professionals. It will be ready um, in December and we will make it available for, um, um, for people who want to join for beta testing or pre-sales um, very soon.
0: Amazing. Congratulations on that, Steve. Uh, we can't wait. Obviously, that is something which is uh, the need of the hour. Uh, it is required. We all think we are the masters on LinkedIn, but uh, definitely there's another side to it, which I'm sure you would explore it for us. And we can't wait for that because it's always been been that, okay, I know everything on LinkedIn. I can get in touch with anyone or maybe if I need a job, if I need something, uh, I need to highlight myself. I need to make myself brand. So I'm sure that course will cover everything and uh, looking forward to the December bit Yes. Uh, can't wait to uh, know more about it, but uh, definitely. So when do you plan about the executive uh, masterclass? When is it happening? Is Will it be after like three, four yeah. months
1: after this? It will be, um, so for executives and thought leaders, we would like to have a little bit um, different approach and it will be um, announced a bit later. I would um, start with one-on-one mentoring and um, and helping people um, to to learn and walk with me rather than just um, watching some videos. And I would like to add value directly because... Um, for those people specifically, um, they need to understand a different, um, way of branding for, um, for themselves as a person, different personal branding. Um, it, it, it's not something that you can just follow the best practice. You need to find your own voice. You need to find your own way of delivering your material. Yes. And, uh, that means a little bit of coaching and, um, I would say the best way is um um directly working with me one on one to um, um to learn m- more more of these complexities
0: yeah exactly i think that's like a bonus for us because it's coming out from you so we're looking forward to it definitely and it makes a lot of sense because uh you are there you know how it works and everyone is different uh, and I think that masterclass will actually be a self-realization about yourself where how you can give your own personal touch when you reach out to people or you reach out for a job or something like that. So, yeah, completely makes sense. We had an interesting question from, I guess, Manpreet. I'm just looking out for the question. I missed it maybe. But then it was, okay, about hackathon, hackmakers. So, what was your motivation behind hackmakers, the name and the ideation?
1: Uh, Yes, so I'm involved with Hackmakers as a a board member and um, they're a team of enthusiasts. Um, They love to help community work together, uh, deliver some value and find some solution for um, um, problems that we're all facing. Um, They already um, had organized one hackathon. It was a global AI hackathon, mostly about pandemic. And um, and um, you you were involved as well, Ravid, and PAC was uh, yes. the, one of the sponsors. Uh, so the idea is having um, hackathon as a service available for everyone to join the platform and um, seamlessly run an online competition. Um, we, we are going to have another hackathon very soon, uh, 20th of no, um, November. It's uh mm-hmm. digital security hackathon. Uh, if, if you're into this area, if you would like to learn more, um, check Hackmaker's um, LinkedIn page or website. So um, mm-hmm. I always loved hackathon. Um, when I was a student, I participated in a couple of them. I just um, I I was searching about any hackathon happening around me in Sydney. And um, I remember even like during one month, I might even participate in two or three hackathons, which is usually in the weekend. So you could see that my weekends would always go with hackathons. And that was very, very rewarding for me. Um, um, Personally, I uh, met a lot of interesting people. I'm friends with... Uh, many of them and also I learned a lot from them um, especially in the first hackathon. I was super junior data scientist and I was paired with um, these strangers. They were um, senior data scientists and they were helping me um, learn more about um, how to use machine learning and algorithms and that was um, wow. um, like priceless because during 48 hours you Get some hands-on experience from some professionals, from some seniors. You will not um, have the same, um, you know, chance um, at university or anywhere else. So uh, definitely take uh, take the chance and uh, make sure you participate at least uh, in a couple of hackathons before uh, becoming so senior and so busy with your own life and work. Uh, There's an interesting story about our uh, previous hackathon, the Global AI Hackathon. One of the winners, um, they were a team of five, all strangers from five different time zones, like from India, from US, from Europe, from Asia, they were all over the world. And I was even like, how how do you, that was my question, I was like, it blew my mind how these people work together with all the exactly. different time differences. And they, they, they were um, amazing, inspiring. They um, uh, they kind of inspired all, all of us, like uh, the um, organizers and mentors. Um, it, it's a story that we um, tell all the time to others to, to make sure that um, they understand it, it doesn't need to be difficult. You just need to be there, available and be open to collaborate with others. Um, you might even win some prizes as well.
0: Yes, definitely, Steve. I think those i was there and i could actually sense the energy during the hackathon because it's like it was like almost for two three days going on in the slack channel i could see so many messages but so many amazing projects such enthusiasts out there because uh and everyone's who who, there was like a teaming session already which was happening at the beginning of the session i guess beginning of the hackathon where people can team up and they can find the members and all of those things and most of them were unknown to each other. They were complete strangers and they built from there in just two days. And, you know, I have had such amazing networking in there because uh, it It is an amazing experience to just go there and feel that without even creating anything. So I'm sure when if I would have been in the place where in the team where I'm creating something, a project on maybe COVID or maybe something, the next topic, it is so much fun. So yeah, definitely go for Hackmakers, everyone. It's happening on the 20th of November. Uh, obviously, Steve will be there announcing about it, but still yeah it's an amazing conference because i know pact had collaborated and uh, we felt that energy in everyone we were there as community partners but loving it okay yes so thanks steve for about the hackathon thing because that's uh very important i think uh for people to know people think that hackathons are boring and you know there's too much energy that we need to put but that's actually the base and we can't imagine you be <laughs> when you said you were junior there we can't imagine you that way though but uh yes every everyone has a start and you had your start somewhere so it, it sounds amazing also uh talking about you know always when i when i look at you steve i feel like talking a lot more about future so I'll just ask a question, which is about, say, a year or two. A two years would be too big, but for a year, what is your next venture that you think you are getting into? Obviously, LinkedIn Masterclass is something that obviously we're looking out for in December. But What other yes. than that in the next
1: one? Year? Um, so apart from um, uh, more hackathons um, and um, like Masterclass, LinkedIn Masterclass, um, I'm planning to uh, write my first book, um, wow. for the next year and hopefully with collaboration with Pact, it will um, um, come up soon. I will not give away any any more details about it. That That's just uh, too early stage at this point, but that's something that I um, always wanted to do, put, put some time away and um, write something for uh, people to um, share and use and, and uh, get some um, insights and get... Um, inspired by it. So that, that's something I would love to do. Um, I'm, I'm writing here and there for Forbes and some other um, platforms, uh, but maybe something a little bit longer and deeper will, will be uh, interesting um, for my audience as well. Wow, and from the, um, from the book, um, I would like to be um, a little bit more involved with startups, so uh, the other thing for the next year for me, I am joining as advisory board member um, uh, for a couple of the startups, um, um, already accepted three startups and I'm helping them um, casually three to four hours uh, per month, giving them some some of my you know work experience. I'm sharing my work experience with them that um, hopefully help them not to um, you know fall into any of the traps Um, as a startup you might um, lose a lot of money on um, data science and ar projects that can be avoidable so that's one of the major things that i would like to focus and um, hopefully add value to these startups Um, and um, maybe one of them become a unicorn and deliver um a great solution so um we never know that's uh that's the hope
0: yes amazing plans uh, but yeah definitely we uh, we would obviously be looking at all of those coming from the linkedin post but talking about the book uh, Lakshmi says waiting for another insightful and amazing book steve <laughs> okay so, Thank people uh, obviously we can't wait to have you as an author, Steve. Uh, Practice very happy to have you as an author, and we would love to you know explore your stuff to the world. But yeah, we'll not talk a lot about it. Uh, let it happen. Let the world be curious about it. It's coming. It's coming soon. That's the only thing. Yes. So, okay, I will just be taking one or more, one or two questions more maximum, and I think those questions would be just coming in from me, Steve. So uh i wanted to you know quickly know about the, how often do you visit any conferences there was a conference which happened uh two days back which is data Cated conference obviously by kate strachny so was amazing. Which was, was amazing
1: yes loved it so how often
0: do you is it did you visit dedicated
1: yes um so uh yes i um i watched part of it because the problem for australia we are down on there we are kind of in it. Um, um, weird uh, time zone with the rest of the world um, and um, dedicated conference was uh, kind of managed to um, uh, be more convenient for people in US and Europe um, w- which is understandable um, yeah. and and I, I really uh, love to get involved as a speaker and we had a chat uh, but it was like 3 a.m. in the morning, so I had to just um, um, watch the the um, the recordings, which was amazing. A lot of great um, speakers. I loved it. So um, I do enjoy um, joining conferences as a speaker. Um, also, I learn a lot from um, just listening to these uh, speakers um, sharing their experience. Um, I think the the last one that I enjoyed a lot was the GTC 20, um, uh, NVIDIA GTC 20. It was amazing. They shared a lot of great, um, um, you know, uh, their latest uh, uh, innovations and um, they had great speakers from different companies, Amazon, Microsoft, that were all involved and that. That was um, really insightful for myself. Yes. And thanks for NVIDIA for uh, the complimentary ticket. Um, wow. uh, yes. So that that was the latest one. But yeah, I'm looking forward to um, a couple of new conferences. Um, I delivered um, a couple of um, keynotes uh, this year. I usually would like to. Um, you know participate in person and talk to people like one-on-one and understand their feedbacks when you deliver some um, some speech you will see the reactions but uh, you know online it, it is what it is we're kind of um uh, we have no other options um we need to keep um, keep it going so um, i still enjoy delivering it on zoom um it definitely doesn't feel the same now
0: yes i guess uh, you know everyone's missing that uh, you know physical conferences out there where face to face is much better people now obviously because it's been almost more than six to seven months in some countries where they're locked down and they're just over the zoom calls or maybe everything's working virtually so people want to actually now meet uh, people and enjoy and talk and all of those social stuff but then yeah okay yeah. quickly just before we wrap up uh one question from Ayush Agarwal as head of data science in AI what is the best part and most challenge, challenging part of the job
1: um so the best part um as a manager um as a data science manager is to work with some amazing talents um especially the uh, junior and interns they just joined they're super excited they want to um kind of change the world and they want to make some um huge impact so that's always great to see the passion and work with them closely um and kind of inspire them and help them to um you know be more successful in their journey so you can see how they evolve during the time that they're um working with you and when they Um, join another company and you can also um, see the impact of your work as um, a supervisor and senior. So that's the most interesting part for me. Um, I know the cliche would be like 90% accuracy in your model. Um, That's great, but that's not the most interesting one. Um, And the the most challenging part is actually um, talking and like delivering um, good or bad news to uh, the executive stakeholders, the non-technical people, um, that um, they might not have understanding of um, AI or machine learning or data science, and they have kind of different um, expectations. They, um, a lot of them might um, have different um, understanding of the definitions, like what, what is agile, what is agile in data science and AI, and um, how to make sure the failure is also um, being um, um, you know accepted and also being encouraged in a company, in a data science, um, um, in a data science team. We always encourage failure because that's where we learn and we move on. But that might not be the same case for senior executive in the business. Yes. Um, so that's always challenging conversation.
0: Yeah, true. I guess it's uh, in data science. I've you know the people I work with, I closely also work with the authors. They've always you know advised that you can't ever say that you've succeeded as a data scientist or you, you are like the perfect data scientist. There's always something knowledge will be evolving. There'll be new things coming in. You'll have to evolve with that. Otherwise uh, you're not growing. And it's, uh, it's also obviously the people around you, if, a person like you is a team lead so he is obviously he has to keep everyone motivated out there and there's always be uh failures coming in uh, but those are not actually the failures but learning point for everyone out there so yeah great stuff steve um i think uh okay i i know this way this can go on forever but uh this has to end today there were many questions which i uh couldn't take in uh steve would uh surely go back and answer those i know there are many people are telling me that oh you didn't pick my questions and all of those things but then
1: uh Steve would- my and, and, and answer as much as possible and feel free to reach out to me directly as well um if i forgot somehow to to answer your question here or in the comments i'm always available
0: Thank you, Steve, for being sweet always. And uh, just before wrapping up, one question, because I belong to books, (laughs) I wanted to ask which are your three favorite books uh, that you would recommend everyone?
1: Um, I'll give you two um, because I don't remember my three favorite books. I just remember two of them. Um, um, Tech Trends in Practice by Bernard Marr. another influencer friend. Um, he's great. And, um, that, that that's a great book. It, it talks about the technologies that are, um, driving the, the, um, industrial revolution and in data engineering by Audrey, uh, send it to me, the uh, paperback. Um, uh, it's an amazing book. I haven't still haven't finished, but, um, it just um, shows the structure and the way what's written is um, super clear and useful for anyone who wants to learn um, dot engineering
0: okay amazing super and you know we still have comments coming in about you writing a book so people can't wait for that to that is awesome. I'm looking forward to reading your book. So all right. Thank, Thank you me. very much, Steve. This was amazing. Thank you for your time. And uh, I know this, there are many ventures which are coming in for you this year, next year. So we are looking forward to it. We are looking for the masterclass and uh, talk to you soon again. Maybe during your masterclass, we'll have some session around this where we can talk a little more about the class, how people, how it is helping people and what are people feeling about it. So we can have that. But uh, thank you for being on the Ravid show. It was a pleasure having you, Steve.
1: Thanks, Ravid. I um, enjoyed it a lot. I hope that uh, the audience also um, got something out of this conversation and um, I'm always available to um, um reach out to me if you have any question, I can help with anything. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you, Steve. Bye-bye. Thank you everyone for joining in.